I am your host, Xenia. It's May 2021, and I have an update and a disclaimer for this episode per my guest Anna Brown's request. Anna Brown no longer stands by the message shared in this podcast episode. Please note that when connecting with Anna or booking a session with her. To connect with Anna Brown's latest work, visit her website, wonderfullynothing.com. That's wonderfullynothing.com. As of today, Anna Brown is not active on Instagram. And here is the episode the way it was originally aired. I'm the higher self in the body and I'm here to reformat it. Like I'm inside of a, it's almost like you're inside of a computer operating system and you're hacking it from the inside out. One night I was laying in my bed and it was like a lightning bolt went off in my room, white light in my whole room. And all I hear telepathically is you must go beyond mind. And that shook me, you know, just because this was my destiny and this is what I'm here to do. I'm here to, to be an Ascension guide and teach Ascension mastery. I still had to go through stepping through the fear of, oh my God, how are people going to perceive me? I just turned my camera on one day, started filming, posted it. And I never thought that I would have this many followers or subscribers. I would even, you know, be on this level of service, but hey, here we are, right? Welcome to the unknown. It's beautiful through the lens of quantum physics, everything is vibrating as potentials now. I'm your host, Xenia, and my guest today is an Ascension Guide, Anna Brown. I will tell you right away that during this episode, there were moments where I had full body goosebumps, like a soul remembering something deep inside that I had no idea about on the conscious level. And I'm sure that you will have some of these moments while listening to this conversation as well. Anna is an intuitive energy healer whose mission is to be the bridge in assisting light beings into the new earth realms. With her unique gifts and mastery skills, she is here to empower and support those who are ready for divine remembrance and embodiment of the beloved I am. I have seen Anna's Instagram account where she shares lots of content about new earth and awakening and really living from your heart center. And her account has grown faster than anything else I've seen in this realm, in this niche. So while in this interview, we get to talk about the new earth and heart-centered consciousness. We also touch on the behind the scenes of how did she come from a difficult background, from poverty, from a time when she didn't even have time to buy books on personal development, on spiritual awakening, to running this really, really magnetic Instagram account and a coaching practice and a successful business. You get a behind the scenes glimpse into how she creates her content and what practices Anna does every single morning to step into her higher self and connect to higher realms. All of these things is not something you'll find on her Instagram account. So you're truly getting a behind the scenes look with all the questions that I was really personally inspired to ask as someone who teaches others to step into a more conscious way of approaching social media and using it as an opportunity to expand and grow and heal because ultimately social media energy is neutral and it's all about what we bring to it. And if the mirror shows us something we're not happy to see within ourselves, we usually tend as humans to blame it on the outside. But when we truly step into that uncomfortable and the unknown, There is so much possibility to expand. 
Anna shares with us in this interview what the new earth state of being is. We talk about the paranormal experiences that she had growing up. Anna shares how nonlinear presence can help heal past life trauma and also an awakening experiences she had in college that really impacted her life. Towards the end, Anna shares a very alternative approach to social media strategy that allowed her to grow her account to 30,000 people, really engaged people and counting. And also she gives us a behind the scenes glimpse into her content creation process. We also talk about how being on devices and social media can affect your auric field. And hence, it's important to set boundaries with social media. Most of these things are part of the conscious social media program where we dive both into the inner realm of what's holding you back from truly stepping into your message and being seen through worksheets and journaling, meditations and visualizations and reflection, as well as strategy, really smart strategy of things that I have found to be effective through 15 years in social media doing it myself, starting lots of accounts, making money, traveling the world, working with top brands and speaking with universities, being featured in top magazines. I can't believe all of this happened because of social media and because somehow I found the courage to share what truly mattered to me. Because when we step into our hearts, as Anna shares in this episode, and when we start sharing from that pure place of light and love, magic truly happens. But there's lots of boundaries that we have created for ourselves and the society, the conditioning has created that is in our way of doing that. So this podcast episode is intended to give you some ideas and ways into allowing them to disappear, to be a little more courageous in being who you are and be super open-minded with this episode. We go super deep into the subject of star seeds and awakening. And normally I'm not someone who resonates with these conversations. I just never understood it until something started awakening in me when I found Anna and I heard her speak light languages on her Instagram account. I had full body shivers. And I knew that I needed to connect with her and work with her and ultimately bring her on the podcast for you guys to share all this magic with you as I experienced it myself in the one-on-one sessions. So that happened. And the more all of that unfolded, I think I must have started opening up to the topic of star seeds and intergalactic beings. And I'm in Russia right now. I'm recording this from our country house. And just a couple of days ago, I got to see a psychic that I see when I come to the motherland. And she told me out of nowhere, without any questions asked, which planet my soul comes from. And as I was listening and I explained what all of this means in this conversation, again, I had full body goosebumps. Not the first time when she was telling me about it, but now when I was real listening to it. So it's such a beautiful reminder that sometimes we are ready to receive certain types of information and sometimes we're not. And wherever you are, that's okay. And if you are in a place where you're ready to take a massive leap and to really let those boundaries that you've set for yourself dissolve and step up and share your message in a big way and finally feel 
ease and clarity and really joy and excitement and possibility in how you show up online, how you share your offerings and your business and have a set of eyes, multiple sets of eyes as our group energy to hold the safe container of expansion for you, then possibly you are one of the people who's going to join the conscious social media program. So not only you will get access to the eight weeks of materials and to the weekly group calls, visualizations and meditations and worksheets and audio lessons that I have developed as a result of doing both the inner work and experimenting with social media for over 15 years and the one-on-one support. And just for the podcast listeners, I have not announced it anywhere else yet. If you really are called to do this, but the price tag is just not something you can invest at this point, I will be opening up a couple of spots that don't include the one-on-one coaching, and that will be at a lower price tag. So if you want to know more, DM me on Instagram at woke and wired, and I'll send you all the info. We start on January 13th and I will keep the doors open probably the following week, January 20th. So hurry up. If you're called to do this, I truly trust that whoever is truly ready to do the work, to look within, to take the strategies that work and to take the leap will be magnetized to this in a very easeful and natural way. Group energy is one of my favorite things about running this program. The kinds of people that joined from artists to educators to marketers, PR specialists, entrepreneurs, spiritual healers, Reiki healers, jewelry makers, crystal workers. We've had all kinds of people join, but the one thing that's in common, it's this willingness to look deeper and this willingness to expand and allow your outer presence in the world in the form of social media to be a pure reflection and an aligned reflection of who you are on the inside and what gifts you bring into this world. I'm super excited to meet my community for this program. Once again, this is the last time to join us live. So if you've been thinking about it, this is the time to do it. You can find all the details on wokeandwired.com slash social dash media. There's a link directly to the program there. And all the links are also in the show notes. And if you're listening to this past January, I'm planning other offerings if you feel called to do the work. And if you are not joining us this time, I want you to know that my work with this podcast, my social media presence, everything I do is really centered around having these conscious conversations that bring those sparks of awakening to both me and everyone who ends up consuming it and being touched by it so that we can all see the bigger picture and bigger possibilities for who we are, what we can do, and the kind of impact we can make in the world while creating a lifestyle of freedom for ourselves and joy and excitement. So trust yourself, do what feels right for you, and enjoy this podcast episode. You are going to love Anna, and you'll be hearing from me next week. Right. We're recording on the full moon. Our dates got changed up and I guess we were meant to record on this crazy, powerful Taurus full moon. And I'm recording from Buenos Aires. I had to run around to find a quiet spot in between Airbnbs. And Anna, I came across you somehow through the black hole of Instagram 
and I came across your IGTVs because most of your content is IGTVs. And immediately it just stopped me in my tracks. And every time I watch your content, talking about quantum reality, about listening to your heart, something just touches me in such a profound way and reminds me of who I am more than any teaching of that sort I've come across. So I'm so grateful to have you on the podcast today. Oh, thank you so, so, so much from the bottom of my heart. I'm grateful for you and for having this platform for me to share this heart-centered consciousness with this whole audience. So thank you, sister. Thank you so much. All right. So let's get to it. If you guys want to follow Anna on Instagram and see the magic I'm talking about, it's Anna E. Brown 7. And I'm going to read your Instagram bio out loud, and you're going to tell me what it is that you actually do. Perfect. Okay. So there's a green heart emoji, no nonsense heart centered teachings, earth emoji, ascension guide, a sunflower emoji, one-on-one quantum heart sessions, which I've had a couple of, and they're really powerful. And there's a little finger pointing down to Patreon and YouTube. So What is all of that? Please explain. So an Ascension Guide is basically somebody who is assisting the planetary consciousness in moving from the third dimension, from the fourth into the fifth, which is those new earth realms. So basically, I am just a portal or a stargate, if you will. I open up the energy. I translate information and basically gift it to you. And you can take that if you want and use it on your journey or not, right? So I just relay information that's quantum cognition all heart-centered consciousness, and I teach people how to open the stargate that is their heart centers, and that is actually what catapults you into the multidimensional realms or to the new earth state of being. So an ascension guide is just, I don't like to be called like a teacher or a healer or anything like that, but I basically just hold the space for you to realize your own divinity, to step into your own empowerment, for you to remember the God and goddess that you are in form. So that's basically what I do. I'm like a mirror um, would probably be the best way to put it. And so when it comes to my quantum heart sessions, that's basically what we do. I mean, they're very intuitive, organic, and they flow. So it's not like a one size fits all session. You know, like you go to the doctor and we do a checkup kind of thing. It's not like that. So it's very organic and intuitive. And I meet you where you are in consciousness and the bridge is love. So It's a bridge into a new state of consciousness or a new dimension. So that's basically my role here on Gaia is I'm a bridge. I assist you moving from one state of being to another, from one state of consciousness to another, from one dimension to another. That's the best way to put it than the simplest way to put it, if that makes any sense at all. You know, what's interesting is uh, a lot of what I've been put on this earth to do is also talk about self-love and living a heart-centered life and following your dreams. And sometimes I get to a space of thinking, you know, people have heard this enough, or like, how many times can I repeat the same thing over and over again? But the way that you explain how living from your heart is the single most important thing you can do on earth while in this human body, it's just, it's different. And how did you get to that? Oh, my goodness gracious. My whole life experience, I would say, sister, but if we want to go a little galactic here, so I, I came in with a starseed blueprint. I'm a starseed. So basically, I came in with a mission as a volunteer soul. If you've heard of Dolores Cannon, she wrote this book, The Three Waves of Volunteers. So basically, I'm a volunteer soul that has... And before we go further, can you explain what 
What a starseed is? So a starseed is a being from another planetary system who heard the clarion call of source asking for beings to assist this planet in shifting from the dark ages into the golden age. So basically it's beings who did not need to be here for karmic reasons or for lessons or anything like that, but it was out of a... I'm going to go and I'm going to assist the planet, my brothers and sisters out of this so they can move into what we would say the Galactic Federation out of the darkness into the paradigms of light. So we're basically anchors or I call us grid keepers. We're here bringing in higher dimensional knowledge. We're anchoring it into the planet and helping a species evolve back into the cosmic fabric of oneness. Right. So just because we are star seeds and we are here, it does not mean that we did not have to go through suffering. We, we still are in a human body. So I still had to go through the whole awakening process of being a human, going through traumas and dramas and all of this stuff. And star seeds really tend to incarnate into really dense uh, family dynamics because they can move through that and alchemize it at a very rapid race and get on with the show or get on with the mission of what they're here to do. So they came in to kind of clear up and clean up lineages through DNA that is like abuse, deep separation, poverty, you know, anything like that, just really dense kind of family dynamics. But the main mission of the Starseed is is anchoring in unity consciousness or heart-centered consciousness. Yeah. Do you remember the moment you knew that this is what your mission is? And how did you even find the language to understand it? Right. Well, okay. So when I was a child, I always had paranormal experiences. Doors would open and close objects would move. I had like a men in black experience as a child. I saw strobe lights flashing in the sky a lot, like like UFO, that kind of experience all growing up. Now I was raised Catholic guys <laughs> and I was really into like Amityville horror and like poltergeist movies. So my brain uh, was conditioned to think, okay, it's demons, it's Satan, it's the ooky spookies. So I didn't really understand what was going on because I didn't have like, you know, the context to really to relate it to anything. But throughout my whole life, you could say it's been an awakening because I've had all these weird experiences, right? But it, it, I had an awakening in college that really shifted everything for me. But it, it's not like a one big opening and then it's like you're there. It's enlightenment or liberation deepens over time. So does the ascension because we're infinite beingness. So I'm constantly embodying more of my I am presence. I'm constantly embodying more of my God self and remembering more of who I truly am. So is this is unfolding over linear time, if you will, but my whole life has been very paranormal and just kind of uh, weird and not really third dimensional, if that makes sense. And do you remember the moment when you knew that you're meant to teach this and hold space for others? Well, okay. So as a kid, like I said, I was raised Catholic. I always like, I was like, oh, Moses, awesome. Jesus, what, how cool is that? No, I was a rebel. So I was like, I loved God. I loved spirit. I loved love, but I also had this really hardcore rebel side to me, anarchy, F authority, all of this kind of stuff. So it was a very beautiful combo, but it was part of, I needed that energy for the role I'm here to to do and the beings I'm here to serve. But I always had this like, man, I want to be a mouthpiece for God. I really want to be like Moses. I want to be like these beings in, in scripture that are out there like, yeah, let's do this. Let's anchor in God's love. Like that was always like the driving force. I just never really knew what was going on, you know, but I kept having these like really mystical experiences. I was having like, just as a personal share, one night I was laying in my bed and it was like a lightning bolt went off in my room, like white light in my whole room. And all I hear telepathically is you must go beyond mind. And that shook me. And I was never the same after that experience because I was like, oh, my God, like you can't go back after an experience like that. And so when you have openings like that and you feel 
the pristine grace and love of our creator, which we are not separate from. It is us. You just want to serve that. You just want beings to know who they truly are. It's like something clicks on on in you. And I know a lot of you guys know what I'm talking about. Something clicks on in you and you're like, when your mission's there and you're just like, I, this is what I'm here to do. And you're just all in. It's like something's moving through you. And that's, I guess, where beings who are in a religious structures would say, you know, it's God moving through me or you, whatever, but it's like this force is moving through you, which is you, but it's, that's the best way to put it. It's just like this, this driving force that it just, it's all that makes sense is love and service. And at what point did you pick up Instagram or your phone and started recording videos and putting that out there into the world? Right, right. So I first started Instagram. I was just kind of like sharing favorite quotes or, you know, just kind of tapping into it. Wasn't really sure, but I was guided. I need to start teaching. So I was really passionate about it. But of course, I had all this fear, guys, you know, just because this was my destiny and this is what I'm here to do. I'm here to, to be an Ascension guide and teach Ascension mastery. I still had to go through stepping through the fear of, oh, my God, how are people going to perceive me? Oh, my God, should I not post this? Like, I had to go through all of that. Right. But I just was compelled. I was excited. It's it's this force. Like when you know what you're here to do, it's not even like hard. It's just it's just a natural flow. But I just turned my camera on one day, started filming, posted it, and it kind of just started from nothing and went to something. You know what I mean? I never thought that I would have this many followers or subscribers. I would even, you know, be on this level of service. But hey, here we are, right? Welcome to the unknown. It's beautiful. <laughs> you said it's so it's so simple, but at the same time so powerful. Yes, once you know what your message is, what your mission is, it's like there's nothing that can stop you. You just feel that desire, that burning fire in your heart to go and share it. Yet so many people are stopped, you know, and have excuses, whether that's someone in their family, someone in their community, what are people going to think? Are they going to think I'm crazy? So do you remember some of the ways that you worked with those limiting beliefs to just break through and show up so fully? Yeah, guys. Yeah. So this is all comes from your subconscious. So 95% of what's running your show is your subconscious, which is all unconscious programming handed down to you from your ancestral lineage, your culture, your parents, all of this stuff. So you can have this intention of, I want to serve, I want to create this business, I want to make that video, but what's stopping you is a program. It's an unconscious matrix program. So through the Ascension, this is what we're all doing. We're looking at these matrices or programs or beliefs and we're saying, hey, this doesn't even make sense. I should not be afraid to share my radiance. I should not be afraid to stand in my light. Now, guys, some of these fears are not even from this, this lifetime. They are affecting you because of parallel lifetimes. There's no past. So the new age kind of got into this whole, I'm my past life. I was in the Amish or I was in World War II. That's why I'm doing this now, whatever. It's not really in the past. It's actually a parallel reality vibrating right now. And if you want to think of your multidimensional self, your multi multidimensional beingness, like a spider web, and you're the, the center point of that spider web, like you're the culmination point for all of your aspects. So through the ascension, you will feel these different influences. So if you have fear to like shine your light, it be could be because of a timeline. Let's say, you know, you were persecuted for being a light worker or whatever. However, we don't need to blame that, but it's just, it's affecting you because it's in your DNA. Your DNA remembers being persecuted in the 1800s for serving God in the light, or you were a witch and you were hung or whatever. Your DNA remembers that. That's why you're like maybe afraid to say, oh, I want to share my herbs, my herbal medicine and my Reiki healing. But part, your DNA says, don't do it. Don't do it. Do you remember what happened last time? 
Do you remember? And so we don't allow that to stop us, but we say, okay, cool. This energy is arising in my body. Let's take care of this right now. First things first, you got to bring presence to it. You got to bring awareness to it. Because if you don't have awareness, nonlinear presence, you believe yourself to be the energy and the emotion. Okay. So step one is always presence, making sure you've got really keen observing consciousness. So you can even see those thought forms. You can even see the emotions arise in your body because under every emotion is a belief system. Okay, folks. So let's talk about how beliefs even get instilled into your avatar. They first start as thought forms, okay? Those thought forms, when you think them enough times, they solidify into a belief system. That belief system then is, it's like anchored into your body or your avatar and you're actually shifted into realities and paradigms that confirm those beliefs, whether they're positive or negative. And this goes to show how everyone is literally manifesting their reality based on their core belief systems. In a nutshell, life's a self-fulfilling prophecy. So you got to begin by bringing awareness into your inner dialogue, your thought forms and the stories you tell yourself on a day-to-day basis. Mm, No big deal. Piece of cake. Okay. So what I was going to say, let's go further. So let's say a thought form of don't do it. No one's going to like your work. Who do you think you are? You don't have a high vibration. You've only read one book on the awakening. Why are you going to post that? Let's just say that's your inner dialogue. You look at that, that, that right there is an indication of unconsciousness. Okay. If we want to go biblical here, I love Jesus. Okay. So we're gonna go biblical for a sec. Let's just say, you know, Jesus was in the desert for 40, 40 days fasting, right? Being tempted by Satan, having him tempt him, tempt him, tempt him. Satan, if you will, or the adversary is that very thought form you see, and you're the Christ, you're the son of God looking at that and going, my God, no. No, not in my queendom, not in my kingdom, not today, no, sir. And so you get this confidence about you where you just don't allow those stickiness to come into your field. Now you see them. Now, when you don't know you're the light, you'll battle with them. When you don't know your radiance, you will battle and argue with the thought forms and try to debate of why you have validity to share what you want to share. But we don't need to fight because as soon as you bring in the dukes, boom, you're back in duality, which would be the third or fourth dimension. So what you want to do is you want to hold space for that thought form. You just want to bring as much presence as you can into that thought and see that it's, a, it's not true. The best thing to do is just see how it's not true. It's not. Because if it was true, it'd be vibrating as love. It'd be vibrating in the frequency of abundance because truth is abundant, period. And so you can follow the emotional guidance system. Thank God we have one. By It'll gauge you to tell you if you're in alignment with your higher self or not, okay? So that thought form comes in, don't post it. You're not good enough, okay? The reason why that feels bad in your body is because it's not true. Your higher self is holding this amazing frequency of just pure love, pure grace, pure source consciousness. And anything that vibrates out of alignment with pure source consciousness, it feels like shit in your body. That's the best way to put it. So as soon as you feel that trigger or that, oh, I feel unworthy, that is basically your higher self saying, "Uh uh-uh, this is opposite of your radiance. That's why you feel the discord in your avatar. Now we're not taught that. We're not taught that when I have a negative thought and I feel bad, that that means I'm thinking out of alignment with, with grace or with the truth of existence, which is love and abundance. We're taught, oh God, well, it's true. Of course it's true. I don't have, I don't have any certifications. I'm not a Reiki master, you know, or whatever we tell ourselves. And then we go in that downward spiral and we just keep bringing in evidence to confirm that unconscious belief. That's how powerful we are, friends. So how do we start rewiring those unconscious beliefs that are holding us back from showing up fully? You have to be able to think greater than how you feel because how you feel is a program in play. So 
here's the, <laughs> that's, that's, that's the work guys. It's so, okay. When you feel depressed or let's say you're feeling anxious, you've got to bring in thought forms and mantras and affirmations that vibrate higher than that. So let's say you're feeling unworthy, put your hands on your heart center. I am beautiful. I am amazing. I am love. That is thinking greater than how you feel. Okay. Maybe saying I am love or I am amazing is just too, mm, too far for you. Like you don't believe it. Right. So I always teach people to think, choose thoughts, choose affirmations and mantras that feel good in your body. So when you say I am amazing and your body goes, "Eh, eh, not true, your body is basically telling to you and giving you feedback of your subconscious. Okay. Your subconscious is basically saying, I'm not used to you telling me I'm amazing. I've never been told I'm amazing. So that's why I feel like crap when you affirm that. But if you keep affirming it, repetition. That's how the subconscious learns. If I keep repeating the thoughts, the affirmations decrease, it will go into the subconscious like a seed. And then that seed will start to grow. People stop affirming or doing the new thoughts because they're like, it feels weird. I don't feel nothing. Well, you're not going to feel anything at first because think how long you've been thinking those negative thoughts. They're embedded. So it's going to take a beat for to override and overwrite those unconscious scripts. But you keep doing it because the subconscious learns through one hypnosis. Uh, repetition. And that is why we go into meditation or in the zero point field of presence when we do our affirmations and our decrees and thought forms. Because when you're in the present moment or in the zero point field, you're not in the subconscious mind. Because in order to to ascend out of the subconscious mind, all you have to do is pay attention. That's where focus comes in. So does that help a little more? Definitely. You know, it makes me think of when I was a kid, I used to drink black tea with a teaspoon of sugar. And then I found out that sugar is not so great for you. So I went to half a teaspoon. And then I started drinking tea without any sugar at all. And it sounds like it's the same for choosing thoughts that support your biggest vision for yourself. Yeah, that's a, I love that. That's a good example. That's, it's just like that, guys. And Or you can think of it too, like someone who's detoxing. I like to think of the whole ascension, the whole awakening, like a detox. So when you are going from the old self to the new self, so let's say you want to embed some confidence or some some grace and some compassion and self-love, you know, you're going to have to start thinking thoughts that are powerful and empowered and vibrant and loving and compassionate, which is completely opposite of your old self. So there's this space I call the space in between. Okay. It's like the, the spiritual washing machine. When you're moving from the old self to the new self, from one dimension to the next dimension, and you're in the space in between where you're getting reworked, you're go, you're like in the chrysalis, right? You're just getting reworked. And so it's in there where everything is just transmuted and transformed and you're stepping into that new way of being. But in that, in that space in between, people freak out because they think, I don't feel right. This feels weird. <sighs> Something's off. What's off is your body's trying to get you to go back to the old self. Meanwhile, you're reformatting. So please know that when you start thinking new thoughts, you start doing affirmations or you implement a meditation practice or anything you're implementing into your life that's higher vibrational and new, your body is going to say, this feels weird. I'm not used to this. I'm so not used to you complimenting me. Let's go back to the old self. Let's go hate ourselves today because the body is conditioned. This is why I call it an avatar because it's for this whole holographic simulation experience. It's, it's, conditioned. It's got these hardwired programs. So when you're trying to rewrite it into patterns of perfection or of love, the body's like, no, I've been told to hate life. Let's go back to that paradigm. And you feel the gravitational pull. This is why you have to have a strong observing presence. Because if you don't have a strong observing presence, that body will drag your booty way back down. Does that make sense? Yes. And I love this 
came up in our sessions as well. It's this idea that your heart and your soul, they know they already are pure. They know they are high vibrational, but it's your body that needs to be reminded. And that's why meditation, affirmations, any kind of those practices, they tune the body a little more into that higher self dimension, right? Absolutely. And this, we're stepping into these new paradigms of light, guys, where we're really understanding that, you know, we're formless consciousness. We're having the experience of having a body. The body is what's ascending because we are already ascended. This is why I say the new earth is now. It's done. Everything's done. Everything's already created within the zero point field of now through the lens of quantum physics. Everything is vibrating as potentials now. Our work is to get into the present moment, really our, our body into the present moment, because we're always in the present moment. So it's the body that's playing catch up. It's the body that needs love. It's the body that's clearing. It's the body that needs healing. So if we understand it's the body, we won't bully it anymore. We're going to start treating the body like a sacred temple. We're going to start treating the body like a beautiful, powerful vehicle that it is because it's moving us through you know time, space, reality. That's when we come in and we're, we understand, oh my God, I'm the spirit guide to my body. Oh my God, I'm the angel to my body. I'm the higher self in a body and I'm here to reformat it. Like I'm inside of a, it's almost like you're inside of a computer operating system and you're hacking it from the inside out. And as you hack your inner system, your world and view will have to change because this is like a giant projector, right? Okay. And so as we reformat this body your light of consciousness shines through the body more, more so the DNA. The DNA is like a movie film strip. If you want to see it that way and your body is like the old school movie projector, your light of consciousness, who you are, shines through this vehicle and boom, the manifestation is the movie you see in view. Oh my gosh, mic drop. This makes life so exciting to me. <laughs> right. You are hacking your body. Yeah. I mean, this just brings so much more play and adventure and open-mindedness to this human experience. Yeah, because it's it's heavy and dense and weighty when we believe we're, we are the body, okay? It, when we believe like we've got so much work to do, okay? And I mean, it's not like we don't have work to do, quote unquote, but it comes from this this space of, lightness and playfulness of understanding that I can't actually die. I mean, mortal because I'm consciousness. My body's just my vehicle. I will still treat my body with love, respect, honor, integrity. But I understand that this is not the end all be all. But since I am in this body, let's reformat it to love and to joy and to gratitude. And that's why I teach beings to really embrace those elevated emotions so that your avatar can wake up because it wants to wake up. Let's, let's, this is wanting to come through. So I'm going to go into this. Gaia, your body's a manifestation of Gaia. This is Gaia's body. This is Gaia. Gaia, it's made out of her earth, out of the dirt. It's Gaia. Okay, now Gaia has gone through so much stuff. Look at history, right? War, famine, poverty, just ugh, so much separation and lack. So as consciousness, when we ascended, sorry, descended into these bodies, we came in to this avatar that has gone through just everything. We, because it's connected to all that is on this planetary system and consciousness. So we feel everything, the, the, the collective female pain body, the, just the collective unconsciousness, we can feel everything that's happened on Gaia. Okay. So when we've come in as pure consciousness to reformat this into the patterns of perfection, yeah, we're moving through a lot of unconsciousness. Yeah, we're moving through a lot of ancestral lineage, right? But it's beautiful. It's so beautiful because like, this is an exciting time. We're anchoring in these new earth grid systems. And when I say grid systems, I know that can be kind of confusing and weird, but it's like a, a consciousness grid. It's a grid of light or a, a pattern you're weaving with your light, with your presence, with your thoughts, with your actions, with your deeds. 
That's what I mean by grid systems. Okay. So Anna, your Instagram account is so magnetic. You have so many people commenting on the teachings you're putting out there. So many people moved by your work. Your account is growing faster than most accounts I've seen in this realm. And you know, when I think about the questions that people come to me for when it comes to conscious social media and using social media to share your message with the world, we've already addressed the first self-limiting belief, which is the fear of showing up and sharing and being judged, right? So moving into the second thing that stops people is they don't know what to share. You know, how do I find my message? Oftentimes people spend all this money creating brands, hiring a logo designers, you know, like making sure the website is delicious and beautiful, but they're not sure of the message. And it seems like, you know, your message, tell me your journey with stepping into your message. Yeah, guys. So I literally have learned to be an alchemist. I, as a soul, now all of us as souls, guys, we signed up for exactly what we have lived. Okay. And some of us have signed up for some gnarly shit. I'm right there with you guys. Deep bows for everyone who's here clearing off some, you know, gnarly stuff. I love you. I bless you. And I thank you. But I I decided to have this path to start with absolutely nothing and learn how to create something. So, I mean, I lived in the poverty, having absolutely nothing, not even knowing how to create a website, feeling so disempowered of even how do I do any of this guys? I I mean, I started at rock bottom (laughs) and then I learned how to be an alchemist on the way up. So when it comes, I'm going to tell you this straight up. If you truly believe in the laws of the universe, you don't need marketing. You don't need those account managers. I don't use any of that. And I get asked this all the time. Anna, how are you growing this? I don't know. All I do is I get into my heart. I just share love and magic happens. Okay. I practice what I preach folks. And so you don't need all of these 3D bells and whistles. Okay. If you truly believe in the law of attraction and resonance and the magneticness of your heart and your beingness. You don't need any of that. All you need is your imagination, your your thoughts and your focus and you're good to go. So all I did, guys, was just follow that that inspiration because inspiration is in spirit. Right. And that's why you see me so much. I'm so enthusiastic because it's just the love, the love. I just can't even explain. It's just I have this passion and this tenacity, I guess, of just sharing this light and this love. And I don't really care if people receive me well. I don't really care if I get lots of likes or subscribers or people don't like my work because I've had the bullies. I've had the trolls. I've had people leave my platforms and stuff like that. And I had to work through, oh, well, was it about me? And it's no. No, when you just make it about service, when you don't make it about you and your numbers and your followers and your bank account, and you just make it about helping someone get into their heart, helping someone's day, just be a little lighter and a little brighter. That's when you're in grace. That's when you're in divine will. That's when you're in pure, pure love. And it just doesn't really matter what comes to you. You're just in service. But I'll tell you when you come from that space, you're always supported. I always have money in my bank account. I'm always supported by my universe because I'm here to support what's for the greater good of all. I hope uh, a lot of you guys listening are taking a deep sigh of relief here. Because <laughs> <laughs> in my, my experience, I also very much resonate with the idea of just continuously developing practices that remind you to step into your heart and practicing alignment and then putting a little bit of smart strategy on top of that. And, and that's how you're going to create the most powerful impact. But at the same time, it's committing to those practices and it's showing up every day. It's, you know, Anna, you have those videos of you sitting under a tree and like channeling the most 
powerful teachings and sharing the most incredible things. But it's not like it just drops on you. You chose intentionally to create this space for those messages to come through you. So in your experience, in your practice, what are some things you do to be the being, the heart that delivers those messages? Yeah, guys. So this is, yes, you're right. It's practice. And I've always resonated with this word mastery. So I'm like, I'm going all the way. If I'm here in a body, let's just go all the way. Let's go for mastery, right? So I have like this like, yes, let's do this. You know, now guys, I still have valleys. I still have days where I'm like, God, I don't want to get out of bed. Like, cause I'm moving through some unconsciousness or I just feel depleted, you know, cause we're learning balance here. We're still in physical bodies. We're, you know, we're still balancing, giving and receiving and all of this stuff guys. But it's, it boils down to practice in your intention. Okay. It's first making the choice that you want to, well, ascend, do better, get into your heart, whatever it is. You first have to make the choice. Okay. And then that's, then you set the intention and intention is a clear vision of what you want to see for yourself and for humanity. It's just a clear vision of what you want to see in your world. Okay. But then every day you've got to keep your attention on your intention. Meaning when your old self comes up and wants to like start gossiping or self-sabotaging, you've got to bring a consciousness to that. You've got to bring presence to that and realize, wait, wait a second, this isn't in alignment with my intention. So then you go back to the intention. You realize, oh, I, I said today that I was going to align with gratitude and self-love. Okay. So let's put my hand on my heart and let's say, and my love yous. Let's go meditate. Let's find anything to be grateful for so you can get back into your intention. And the more you make choices that are in alignment with your intention, you're literally pulling in new, new timelines, new realities for yourself. You're remapping your brain. You're remapping your avatar, guys. This is neuroscience. This is epigenetics. This is quantum physics, all of these things. So here's a tip that I do every single morning. First thing I do, I go to put my hands on my heart center while I'm still in bed. Okay. And then I set that intention or sometimes I'll ask myself a question like what's the greatest expression of God or source I can be today. And then I kind of use my imagination, but I always go to the intention of new earth. Now ascended self. Now I am presence take command. So every morning I'm calling forth pure light. I call forth my higher self to work through me. I ask for guidance for the day, what I should do, what's highest aligned, you know, and that takes practice with your intuition because in the beginning, I'm like, I don't know what I should do, uh, what are, uh, you know, and you're really learning to feel it out, guys, because the higher dimensions, it's a feeling state. You're really learning how to feel through your heart, which is the same as thinking through your heart. So it's not so mental, like, oh, I got a 10 year plan. I got to do this and this. It's, I'm feeling my way through the waters of consciousness. Okay. But every day I set the highest trajectory. I call forth the highest timelines for myself. And I do meditations on my DNA, my heart center. It's not the same thing every single day, guys, but I have a morning practice every day. I set an intention and I do my best to live by my intention every day. Do I fall off the skateboard? Oh, yeah. But then I get back up. We all do, guys. Okay. But it's just like yoga. It's the best way to put it. It's like you got to roll your mat out. You got to practice, right? You remember your first downward facing dog? Probably not the cutest. But then you master it. It's the same thing. But you can't expect to be a master yogi and never roll your mat out, right? So it sounds like conscious morning and consciously choosing your intention first thing in the day is the access to everything else. Yes. And there's a reason why it's because there's two times when your subconscious is wide open. And the first time is right when you wake up. And the second time is right before you get, go to bed. So if when you wake up, you go straight to your phone, you go do the same old, same old, you're moving through your day. You're not even conscious. You're just staying in this loop cycle, like Bill Murray and Groundhog Day. So if you want a new program, you've got to tell your subconscious in the morning what to do. So let's think of it this way, guys. The subconscious is like a mindless servant. 
So it's like in the morning when you wake up, it's there going, oh, ooh, master, master, tell me, what are we doing today? What's, what's the instructions for today? And if you don't tell the subconscious instructions, it goes, oh, master's not here. I guess we're just going to go back to hell. And it pulls out what it knows, which is third dimensional matrixes. We don't want that, folks. So you got to make sure you're telling your subconscious what to do, not like a control freak. Mastery is not control. It's saying, today I choose to be more heart-centered than ever before. Beloved subconscious, please help me to look for things to be grateful for. You're commanding your universe to seek out things for you. So if you want to take this even a step further, you're the micro of the macro, right? Okay, so source has called this universe into order to unity consciousness. We're stepping out of duality. You're the micro. So you're the source of your experience. You're the God of your own experience. You're the source of your little universe of your body or your avatar. So if you're not telling your universe order, unity, coherence, love, heart-centered consciousness, it's chaos. You see, you got to know who you are a source of your own little kingdom and queendom of your own little multiverse within. Yes. And I'm taking a deep breath because I'm reminded that you're not going to get your vision come into reality if you just sit back and expect it to happen. You actually have to take that step forward and keep showing up and keep choosing those higher timelines and do your practice every single day. And that's the only way we're going to get results. Yeah. Oh, yeah, guys. It's like masters aren't born the created. If you create yourself, you're going to create your master. You're going to create your God self. You're going to create your Christ itself. And it's not really creating it but because it's already created, but it seems like you're creating it. You're going to birth it through you. Okay, so let's think of it this way. You're more like migrating your physical body avatar into the higher dimensional realms. Okay, you migrate by remapping, reformatting. Okay, so let's just think for a second. Your ascended, open hearted self is not judging people, it's not bullying itself, it's not bullying others, it's not doing any of that. So you got to be keenly aware of those patterns and then you got to start using your imagination. Because let's, let's just go for a sec. Your imagination is God's workshop. It's like a space where you holographically will create yourself or an experience, and then you're going to birth it through your body or through you, okay? So it's, it's a playground, a creation station, if you will. So you're going to use your imagination if you can, because I know some people can't tap into visualizations. And you can see yourself. See yourself walking abundantly in grace, in being compassionate, being patient. Use that. Because here's the thing, your brain and your body doesn't know the difference between an actual experience that's happening outside of you and one that's happening by your imagination or thought alone. Either way, your brain releases chemicals into the nervous system, right? That's why when you think about like your ex or you think about someone who's pissing you off, your body releases adrenaline, your body releases releases cortisol by thought alone. So what do you think is going to happen, guys, when you start thinking of new earth? When you start thinking of this planet living in harmony, when you start using your imagination to see all of the kingdoms working together, there's no animals eating each other. Everything's just, you know, lying lane with the lamb. That is powerful. Most people don't even understand they're using their imagination for negativity and separation and duality. Why not use the imagination for unity consciousness and new earth? Seeing us all coming together, sharing our gifts and our light and just, you know, living in bliss and ecstasy because we can do that. But we have not been taught to do that. We've been taught to think and imagine the worst case scenario instead of the best case scenario. But when we start envisioning best case scenario, you're going to start releasing those chemicals of serotonin, dopamine, oxytocin into your nervous system. And then this is, guys, this is how you retrain your avatar. This is how you create or weave those patterns of perfection because your body is like, ooh, serotonin, dopamine, gratitude. Okay, I can get used to this. And then when your body's used to that, 
it's in the subconscious, that's your baseline. And then you're moved into new realities. So this is what I mean by two, using your imagination and thinking gratitude, all of these things and training your body for it, because you're priming your body for the new earth experience. You can't go into new earth if your body's not ready. You can't even anchor in those higher dimensional realms of consciousness if your body's not ready, because this is a game of resonance. So in the beginning, your ego is going to say, oh, imagination. Yeah, right. Like we can really do that. Guys, what you see now, if you've watched my work, anything about me, it all started once in my imagination as a thought. And you talk about duality, Anna. And another thing we covered in our one-on-one session was, you know, we often think about duality as something outside of us, but the first step to oneness is really merging your heart, your soul, and your body and finding those pathways to love in your body. Yeah, guys. So the duality external is the duality within on a collective and an individual scale. So when we look outside, we see Trump, we see the war, we see all this shit going down outside. It's a manifestation of the collective unconscious. This is what we have to understand. So it doesn't matter who you vote for until beings wake up. It doesn't matter. We have to go inward. It's it's not a time of just scurrying around outside of us, voting for new people, going to the rallies. Yes, we still do that, guys. But you get what I'm saying. It's not this outward force. That's a very slow evolution. What we're guided to do now is we go in, we remember our God selves. That is what's going to shift this world. Not hard work our booties off labor. It's understanding that we're going in and we're, we're clearing out the unconsciousness from within us because the duality, again, that you see outside is within you as well. It's on a collective individual scale. Now, as you unify within, as you open your heart center and you see that you're both the light and the dark, because here's the thing, there's this belief that we both have, we have to be both light and dark and we have to keep experiencing highs and lows. Okay. We have these highs and lows and yes, we are the light and the dark. We're everything. But then there's this, this next point of divine neutrality or triality where you realize, okay, there's light, there's dark. And then here I am. Here I am, here I am. And now I get to choose what I'm going to paint with. And this is really where you step out of the fourth dimension of the the washing machine of constant clearing and healing, and you become an anchor. It doesn't mean you don't have challenges, initiations, and valleys. It just means I know I'm the light. This is what I'm anchoring. This is what I'm going to paint with. I'm not going to dance with the devil anymore. Anna, let me ask you this. In terms of content creation, what happens when you sit down under that tree and turn on your camera? Or maybe what happens like a few seconds before it? What's the process? Yeah, and I get this. Guys, most of the time before I film, I don't even know what I'm going to say. I'm being for real. Most of the time, I don't even know what I'm going to say. It's just like I get this pulse. I get this inspiration. I get this, ooh, excitement or this little jubilancy inside my body. I'm like, let's follow that. Okay. And this is why I feel like if you follow Abraham Hicks or something, she'll say, you'll feel the call. You'll feel this inspiration. You'll feel this nudge. And that's exactly what it is. It's just, I feel the call of source to go turn on my camera and then I do it. And so that's what it is. I always set the intention every morning, like I said, guys, to be of service, divine love, divine will, whatever I can bring forth today that's going to serve the collective. You know, I'm your mouthpiece, just work through me. So that's my intention. I'm a conduit and I open myself as a pure conduit so I can do this work. So when I go out there and I hit my camera, it's sure there may be times where I'm like, like stuttering. I'm like, okay, let's restart over. (laughs) Like, I don't even know what just happened there. And then we just start over again, but it's just free flow. It's not pre-cod. It's all free flow. And it's all just streaming from my heart, guys. It's just free flow streaming from my heart. Now, some people will be like, Ooh, I can't do that. I got to know exactly what I'm going to say. I need notes and all this kind of stuff. 
but it's trusting the unknown. And for me, it's really fun because it gets exciting. Like, I don't know what we're going to talk about today, but let's go see, right? And my higher levels always told me, you know, you're not going to know. You're not going to know till well, you know, until you turn on your camera. And I'm like, okay. So I just kind of flow. Everything comes from my heart space. Everything is light encoded that I share. Light encoded. You probably see this if you read articles or blogs with people who write this or even in videos. It's just basically light encoded just means you're there as your higher self. Your heart's open. So when your heart chakra is open, you're you're beaming light codes. Light codes is just quantum information. It's higher dimensional information that even if you don't understand what I'm speaking like verbally, your subconscious will take in the codes and it'll actually still activate your DNA. Even if you're like, I don't even know what the hell this woman's saying, but something's vibing here. You know what I mean? You get that. Like sometimes you're listening to something. You're like, I don't know what she's talking about, but I feel this on a deep level. It's light encoded. It's just the frequency. Yeah. A hundred percent. And do you think that those light codes can be picked up as powerfully via our screens as they are in person? Okay. Now, I believe in videos. So like it's timeless. So like, let's say I made a video and then five years later you watch it, it'll still have the same force. But I do believe that of course, being in someone's physical presence is much more powerful, but I see healing and magical quantum shifts in beings I work with online every single day. And that's, you know, they're in the, on the other side of the, the world and we're just talking through a screen. So I believe consciousness is non-local. So I believe that it can still have the same effect, but it's, it really bases on your belief system, right? Totally. And I'm so curious always to talk about the correlation between our energetic state when we put messages out there on social media, whether that's video or captions or photos, and how people perceive them. And I strongly believe that people can pick up on the energy that was was present when the content was created. Is that what you're saying when you talk about light code communication? Okay, so some people will like, let's take for my light language, when I transmit light language. Some people are like, I don't know what the hell you're saying, sister, but I am crying, my body's vibrating. I don't know what just happened. I just had a healing. That's light codes. It's like, like, you know, the people don't know what the light language is, but it's bypassing their human intellect and their ego and it's going straight to their DNA and activating them. It's just sound. Sound is a conduit or it carries a frequency. That's all it is. That's why sometimes like I can just be saying whatever but my body is like lit up with goosebumps and light and that's transmitting because it's my presence. So it's not so much the words, it's the presence of the beingness that's coming through. So here's the thing. People can only receive you how deeply they have received themselves. So let's say someone is in a denser state of consciousness or they're going through some clearing when they come across your post. They're not going to feel your frequency. They're going to feel their own energy body when they're reading that because they're in a disconnected state. Now, if they have enough opening in them, they can have a shift, right? Like sometimes you're like in a muddy phase and then you read something or watch something. You're like, oh, I just had a shift because you were open enough to receive that. But we've all been there where we're so closed off, so in resistance where the most beautiful, an angel could come in front of us. And we're just like, F this dude, you know, because we're so in our resistance and our stubbornness that we can't actually have that shift, if that makes sense. So it's the presence. It's the presence. So it doesn't matter whether that's a language you don't speak, it's a light language, it's the presence of the human being behind that content that has the capacity to impact. But we also have to take into account that people can only perceive you as deeply as they perceive themselves. Did I get that right? Yeah. And receive because, you know, if you don't know yourself as divinity, how can you know someone else's divinity? If you don't know yourself as love, 
how can you really know someone else's love? Right. But fully. Right. So this is why <laughs> the deeper we go inward, the more we realize all is God. That's the adept way It's the deeper I go in. Oh my God. Everything expands outside. The more deeper I go within, the more I see heaven externally. It's this beautiful thing. The deeper that you dive deep in, the, the more source pushes outward. It's this beautiful experience. You dive deep, the more source pushes out. And do you notice a correlation between your own expansion on an energetic level and the expansion of your online community, let's say on Instagram? Oh, yes, absolutely, guys, because it's all connected. It's all connected. That's why when you're awakening, it seems like a whole world's awakening. No, you're just awakening and you're your world. So, of course, it's awakening. That's why when you come into the Christ or you start stepping into the new earth, it's, you're you're realizing your divinity. So that's why it's being reflected externally. That's why it seems like a world's waking up because you're waking up. It's all manifesting outside of you. OK, so in the beginning, I had a lot of unworthy beliefs, a lot of lack beliefs. So I wasn't manifesting. It's not really manifesting. You're just shifted to a new reality that's already existed. It just seems like you're manifesting. But I was just more in like the poverty consciousness, the lack consciousness. So that's what I saw in my world, because that's what I was vibrating at. That's what I was transmitting. You're always transmitting friends, always. So when I started repatterning my avatar into abundance and prosperity and empowerment and love and gratitude, I was shifted into a parallel earth where that version of me already existed. Your awareness shifting through different slides of con- or different avatars. Like if you want to think of it that way, you're sliding through different realities, right? Different timelines very quickly, but it's based on your resonance. It's based on your vibration and your core belief systems. So absolutely. Yes, it shifted. Mm, I love that. Okay. As we start wrapping up, the other thing I want to get your take on Anna is we can't ascend by scrolling on Instagram alone. Okay, we can get exposed to it, we can get pathways, we can learn things, but we still got to do the practice. But yet still, I love social media because it does give us that opportunity to see what's possible, to connect with people we resonate with, like I resonated with you. So with that, what, what do you think, in your experience, what are some boundaries that you have found important to set when working with social media and sharing your energy with so many humans online. Yeah, I had, you, you learn. You learn the balance, my friends. And sometimes we learn the hard way. And I've had to do that because there's such a collective, there's such a gravitational pull with social media. Because remember, it's a collective consciousness. You're part of the human collective consciousness. So when you open Instagram, oh, you're opening up to a whole lot of paradigms, a whole lot of dimensions and a whole lot of vibrations. You see, this is why it's imperative that you surround yourself with the highest vibrational everything. Because if you're going through Instagram, you're just like, your thumb is just like swiping through and you're there. You're like, what is my thumb even doing? Why am I still swiping? I'm not even reading anything. You're like tranced out, you know? It's like, you got to stop that. You got to cut that out because that's boom. You're back like a matrix zombie. You got to cut all of that out because we have to understand why do I pick up my phone to get on Instagram anyways? Why is my world right here? Not as magnificent. You know what I mean? Cause sometimes we get on there to, cause we're bored or we're not like enjoying life or we don't want to sit with our own hearts. We don't want to sit with our own pain or depression. So we'd rather just cover it up by scrolling through Instagram or YouTube. And so, yeah, you've got to set boundaries like hardcore with that guys, because it's addicting. It can be very addicting. And one thing is your phone sets off Wi-Fi and radiation, which can affect your DNA and your field to begin with. So if you're a person who walks around with like your phone in your hand all of the time, maybe look into turning on airplane mode every now and then because it's, it's broadcasting its own field and it's artificial, right? It's an artificial field. So if you're just constantly neck down on your phone all day, 
there's this field that's broadcasting off the phone of radiation, EMFs, all of this stuff that actually can affect your DNA and your auric field. So it's just being very mindful, like, okay, let's answer some messages. Let's do a couple comments and the boom, let's get out of here. You know, not every time a notification pops up, like, oh my God, what's going down on IG, man? No, like just be conscious, be mindful, be a master of it. You don't want to be a slave to your phone. You're the master of the phone, not the other way around. However, most beings are slaves to their phones. So just bring consciousness, bring presence into why am I picking up my phone right now? Do I really need to read this person's, you know, like massive post? Is this inspiring me? Does this bring me to my heart center? Do I feel uplifted? Do I feel ew? So you just really got to gauge and feel your heart center. That's going to tell you if you should be on there or not, right? This is so important. I'm going to make sure that as many people as possible hear this. Conscious social media, mindfully picking up our phones and remembering that there's so many dimensions that exist there that are impacting us on the subconscious level. Anna, we're running out of time. Uh, Before I let you go from this incredible conversation, is there anything that I didn't ask you about that you feel called to share? Guys, just just remember, if you're really dedicated to this path, you're really feeling the call to ascend, just know it's all through your sacred heart center, okay? It can seem like with, yeah, social media that there's so many modalities out there. There's so many healing paths. There's Reiki masters. There's psychics. There's all this stuff. Just remember, it's all within you right now. I started with nothing. I've never been to a workshop. I could barely afford books or sessions or anything. I want you to know that you can do this with just you and your own beautiful heart and presence. Okay. Just start with your heart. This is home. This is home. Home is not outside of you. Home is when the heart is open. Okay. And as I always say, when the heart is open, all is well. When the heart is closed, all is hell. We go back to duality. We go back to unconsciousness. We go back to being a very dense linear human. So just stay present and take your focus from the mind space into the heart space. And that will be the beginning of your beautiful, epic journey of ascension. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Anna. Where should everyone find you and connect with you? Okay. Sister, I hope you have links because saying it off the top of my head. Okay. My website is Anna at a way of light.org youtube.com forward slash Anna Brown. You can find me on Instagram at Anna E Brown seven and Patreon is Anna E Brown seven patreon.com forward slash Anna E Brown seven. If you're moved by what was shared in this episode and not sure how to take action, start by writing it down. When we notice abundance and clarity in all shapes and forms and honor it, it grows. And if you're called to share the podcast with someone who you know is ready to receive it, follow that. Find all episodes, show notes, and current offerings on XeniaBrief.com. Subscribe to Xenia Brief Podcast on Apple Podcasts, leave a rating and a review, and take one deep breath into the knowing that's already within you.